Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is December the 2nd, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. It's a nice, uh, crispy Saturday. I did a little bit of overtime. Wasn't too bad today. Got a couple of donuts. That'll lead us to the little food corner. I got an original donut, and then I got a donut that had um, white icing on top, and then cinnamon toast crunch on top of that. Now, I will say both donuts are pretty good, but I, I'll add that I don't usually like the cereal donuts, especially in the situation that I get them from my work, because like they kind of bake these in advance. So, you know, they're ready for this big order because it's like a big catering order. I, you know, I get that. They're, they're feeding a whole warehouse full, you know, with, with donuts. So um, the donuts can be a bit stale when like the cereal on the donuts can be a bit stale, which kind of can, you know, sour the whole experience. So I tend to dodge those, but these weren't too bad. Um, and sadly, my, my cinnamon roll was not there. So, you know, we, we may do. Cowboys make do. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. There's really not. There's nothing else to really report about my my daily my daily life, my personal news. No dynamic food corners, sadly. But we can get to some news. We can go ahead and do that while we're here. Why not? Uh, let me go ahead and take my my startup, and then we will get into it. Get into it, yeah. Do 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 do. Okay. Ooh. From CNN. One man killed and four others injured in shooting at Las Vegas homeless encampment. Police say. One man was killed and four others were injured in a shooting Friday evening at a homeless encampment in eastern Las Vegas, and investigators are trying to determine who fired the shots and what led to the violence, police said. The shooting happened around 5.35 p.m. near the intersection of Charleston Boulevard and Honolulu Street. Uh, Las Vegas Police Lieutenant Jason Johannes- Johansson said in a news conference Friday night, uh, let's see. They initially, uh, police had initially said that two people, the two people were killed in the incident and three were injured and that all five people shot were homeless. However, Johansson, uh, didn't say the five were homeless at the Friday night news conference and Las Vegas police Lieutenant Michael Rodriguez would not confirm whether any of the five were unhoused when CNN reached him by phone early Saturday. Let's see here. The person who died was a man in his 50s. The four others injured are three men in their 30s, one in critical condition, two in stable condition, and a male adult teenager in stable condition. The names of those who were shot were not released. Witnesses saw a male flee the scene in a dark sedan after the shooting, but investigators don't know if that person was involved. Details about what led to the shooting were unclear Friday night. Oh, 
now let's see here. There's another story that is also related to some homeless shootings, but these are in Los Angeles. And it's not yet confirmed whether these are, you know, correlated, um, are correlated, uh, uh, you know, if they're related, uh, if they, you know, if it's potentially by the same person. But um, I just wanted to go ahead and cover both. Uh, so from the Associated Press, also it's mentioned in the last article as well, um, from the Associated Press, Los Angeles police searching for a suspect in three fatal shootings of homeless people. Oh, dragon here. There we go. Come on, Internet. Uh, Los Angeles police are searching for a suspect in the fatal shootings of three homeless people in separate incidents around the city, authorities announced Friday. All three shootings occurred in the early morning hours, several days in November. Police Chief Mike or Michelle Michelle Moore said at a news conference, along with Mayor Karen Bass and District Attorney George Gascon. Moore said in all three instances, the victims were alone and out in the open. Each one was shot and killed as they slept or were preparing to turn in for the night, Moore said. Uh, the police department has set up a task force of investigators that is working around the clock to apprehend the killer. Jose Bolanos, 37, was found dead with a gunshot wound around 3 a.m. on November 26th in an alley in South Los Angeles. The following day, Mark Diggs, 62, was shot and killed while pushing a shopping cart around 5 a.m. near downtown. The third shooting occurred on November 29th, about 2.30, in the Lincoln Heights area, where the body of a 52-year-old man was found. Police did not immediately identify the man uh, pending notification from family. Uh, Bass urged the city's homeless residents not to sleep alone and to seek available services. She said outreach workers have been informing residents living in on the streets about the shooting and the search for the killer. Uh, obviously, these are very unfortunate circumstances, uh, especially if they're connected. That's highly sinister. Uh, and it, it's one of those things, too, where I can completely understand why it's being considered because it's just like, you know, it's hard to believe in coincidences. It, you know, these things just don't happen one after the other. Lightning doesn't strike so close like that. You know, it just feels odd. And I, I can understand people wanting to, you know, figure that out and hopefully... We can find the suspect or suspects in, you know, both these situations. Uh, it's crazy that, you know, politically, socially, there's so many ways that we neglect and are so brutal to the homeless people. But it, it's, it, it, dry, it throws me for a loop that people can take it even deeper and take it to the sinister level of saying, oh, you know what? I'm going to fix the homeless problem with this fucking gun. And they just go out in the streets and try to play vigilante. You know, there, there's been other times where I've, I've talked about similar situations where you have like, you know, old retired cops who are like, you know what? I'm fucking sick of seeing all these motherfuckers. And they go out and they just start beating and harassing fucking homeless people. They don't care. Like people can just lose their nerve over this because they're just so sick of seeing people in this kind of state. But it's like, man, why don't you help those people? Like hurting them is not going to fucking erase the problem. You're not going to fucking fix homelessness by grinding down people. Like, I don't know why people in their lizard brains get to that point and go, oh, okay, this is how we do it. It's like, no, man, like, we got to work on fucking making the system better so that we can actually have people off the fucking streets, man. That, that's, that's the only thing I can fucking think of. But, um, 
I mean, who knows? Maybe people who get to this point have other sinister machinations that they want to fucking put out into the world, and that's just their fucking excuse. I don't fucking know. Yet again, I'm not that kind of podcast. I can't self-help you. I can't do mental analysis. I don't have that degree, and shit. Even motherfuckers with degrees haven't figured that shit out. God damn it. So, um, yeah, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, from CBS News. Mexican drug cartel operators posed as U.S. officials to target Americans in timeshare scam. Treasury Department says... A Mexican drug cartel was so bold in operating frauds that targeted elderly Americans that the gang's operators posed as U.S. Treasury Department officials, U.S. authorities said Thursday. The scam was described by the Department's Office of Foreign Assets Control, or OFAC. The agency has been chasing fraudsters using call centers controlled by the Jalesco drug cartel, to promote fake offers to buy Americans' timeshare properties. They have scammed at least 600 Americans out of $40 million. But they also began contacting people claiming to be employees of OFAC itself and offering to free up funds purportedly frozen by the U.S. agency, which combats illicit funds and money laundering. Officials have said the scam focused on Puerto Vallarta in Jalesco State. In an alert issued in March, the FBI said sellers were contacted via email by scammers who said they had a buyer lined up, but the seller needed to pay taxes or other fees before the deal could go through. The sales representatives often use high-pressure sales tactics to add a sense of urgency to the deal, the FBI said. Apparently, one, once the money was paid, the deals evaporated. Um, and there was a new round of sanctions Thursday against three Mexican citizens and 13 companies they were, they said, are linked to the Jalesco cartel, known by its Spanish initials as the CJNG, which has killed call center workers who try to quit. Um, and the full name of the cartel is Cartel de Jalasco Nuevo Generacion. But um, obviously, it's super unfortunate. We've kind of talked about these kind of scam styles internationally, uh, just in terms of like the pig butchering, pig butchering thing that happens in, um, like I believe, um, the last time we covered it might have been Myanmar, but it, you know it's, it's happened in like several places. But essentially. In this situation, you have kids who are coming in and they're thinking, oh, we're just getting a normal call center job. That's really fucking sweet. We could use the money. That's awesome. And then they get into the situation and it's like, okay, actually, you're going to hop on this phone and you're going to do fucking scams for us and you're going to get us fucking money and you're just going to do that for the rest of your life. You're not, you can't leave now. This is your job. This is your career now. I hope you enjoy this. And it's like, uh, no, I don't want to do this, and I'm not even going to get fucking paid for real. This is fucking garbage, and if you try to leave, they will kill you, you know? So that's that's not good. That's obviously very fucked up. Um, so, I mean, hopefully there are some inroads here on this gang, and, you know, hopefully this shit gets busted up. I mean, also, too, you know, at the very top of this iceberg, it, it obviously sucks that, you know, the elderly people are getting fucked over. Uh, in my mind, this is kind of a scam on a scam. Uh, I think timeshares are more or less scams in and of themselves. Like, this, if you're getting into a timeshare, you're kind of dancing with the devil already. 
I don't know. I, I just feel like that's kind of a scam by definition what a timeshare is. But, you know, hey, if this is, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. If this is your, you know, your vacation home away from home and this is what you've really been waiting for and, I don't know, that's your boomer dream, I don't, I don't want to piss on that. But at the same time, now you're getting into this and then it turns out it's like, well, you are never, ever going to get your money. And now you're, you're, especially how those phone calls can kind of be worded, you're immediately scared. You're like, oh, I don't want to be on the hook for taxes and all this, da, 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 I want to make this right. And it sounds like you're helping me out here, Mr. You know, agent. And it's like, nah, I'm just, I'm just a scammer. I'm just grifting you. So that fucking sucks. That's sad. Um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll have positive updates from this. Now, I have one more thing to cover before I let you go, um, but let me take my break, and then we'll get into it. Okay, before I get into this article, though, <clears throat> I got to air out some grievances that I have because I got beef um, with the Columbus Dispatch. And it is because I initially got the story earlier in the week and I was like, okay, this is interesting. You might hold on to it. Might not. I don't know. Um, you know, so here we are on the day. I'm like, okay, let's get into it. Let's talk about some news. I mean, this is actually an interesting story, I think. And I, and I go to click it. And um, they paywall me. They they fucking paywall me, these motherfuckers. They're like, oh, well, if you pay us like 92 cents for like three weeks or a dollar for six months, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, what? No, 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 no. You are not going to, you know, fucking Washington Journal me or Washington Post me, whatever the fuck it is. No, fuck you. Fuck you. Um, so I got around that shit because I'm newsy fucking supreme. I'm always going to find a fucking way, you bastards. So fuck y'all for that. Tomato town to the Columbus Dispatch. But that being said, thank you, Columbus Dispatch, because this is an interesting fucking story. And this hitman has crazy hair. So, you know, there's that. Um, so from the Columbus Dispatch, shooter and accomplice sentenced to prison for $10,000 murder for hire plot in Columbus. Now, I know I talked earlier this week, we were talking about Hitman, or Hitman, and the, um, you know, the international story between India and New York, also Canada. You know, I, I said it before, don't hire a Hitman. They aren't real. Usually they're a fucking agent. They're going to fucking bust you. It's Jover. Don't do it. Just don't fucking do it. Uh, well, here's one of those situations where it turns out uh, the Hitman did exist. The Hitman was real, and they they went through with their fucking uh scheme and uh it had a violent ending and of course no one's winning and no one's really coming out on top in this situation so let's go ahead and get into it let's go ahead and do the coverage a convicted contract killer and his accomplice are going to prison for shooting for shooting that left two dead in columbus while the man prosecutors alleged paid ten thousand dollars for the assassination remains on the run Franklin County Common Pleas Judge Chris Brown, sorry, uh, sentenced the shooter Tyrone Copeland, 31, and his accomplice Darian Salise, 22, on Thursday. The defendants previously admitted to their roles in the deaths uh, of their target Marquav Marquavius McGill, 
24, and McGill's friend, Dominique Freeman, 21. The defendant, the defendants and victims in this case are all from Lima, Ohio. Brown sentenced Copeland to life in prison with the opportunity for parole after 30 years. Brown sentenced Solis to 8 to 10 years in prison with credit for almost three years already served as recommended in a plea deal. Uh, meanwhile, authorities have not been able to find and arrest the man Columbus allege, allege, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Columbus police allege hired Copeland to kill McGill, Justin Williams, 33 years old. Uh, now let's see here. Uh, Solis lured McGill to Columbus by texting McGill about a non-existent party at an apartment building on Timberwood Drive on Columbus Far West Side, according to prosecutors. McGill brought Freeman and two other friends along. Copeland waited at the building to ambush McGill. After Copeland shot McGill, McGill shot back as he was dying, accidentally killing Freeman, according to prosecutors, and another friend was shot in the foot during the shootout. Copeland pleaded guilty on uh, October 30th to aggravated murder, murder, and two counts of felonious assault to avoid a jury trial that was set to begin that day. Uh, let's see here. Um, and then for her role, Solis pleaded guilty in January of 2022 to two counts each of involuntary manslaughter and kidnapping, as well as a count of obscuring justice. Uh, Copeland fled to Iowa after the shooting, and authorities arrested him in Waterloo, Iowa, only after a standoff. Uh, while in jail in Iowa, Copeland purposely injured himself, so he would be taken to the hospital, and he attempted to escape from there, which is fucking crazy. <laughs> I always feel like when everyone, when anyone tries an escape, uh, that's brazy as hell, and then it's also crazy whenever it fucking works. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the fact that Ted Bundy got away, that shit is wild to me. That's insane mode. Um, not that I'm advocating that, of course. It's fucking terrible. But it's also, like, a feat. It is, it, like, to be a true-to-form escape artist, that's wild. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this guy with the fucking crazy hair was trying to fucking make it happen. I'm sorry, I cannot get over it. It's gotta be permed. Like, it's just gotta be. It looks like a, it looks like a fucking toupee. Um, but hey, I mean, do what you do. I, I guess that is like kind of the vibe. It's almost like, uh, like giving like a no country for old men, just like, I guess, urban. I don't know if that's the word we want to use. If I was like putting my producer hat on for this movie I would make here. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's more or less where we'll leave it. I know that there's still a man on the run. Hopefully, you know, that guy gets apprehended. Uh, you know, the initial guy. I, I think the, the hit was put out because it's alleged that McGill, uh, shot him or did a, a shooting himself. So therefore, um, it was kind of like retribution. That was kind of what triggered all this. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's obviously very unfortunate. It's very sad, you know, that there was loss of life and now, you know, motherfuckers are getting thrown in fucking prison. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's more or less why I want to leave it for today. Uh, you know, we got to switch to shill mode here. Patreon.com says Zaya News. If you'd like to support the effort, become a newsie today. Uh, you get a shout out once a month. Say your name on the podcast. Plug a project if you like. And then let's see here. Free ways to hit me up. IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. 
And then find me or the podcast on the socials. Feel free to follow, you know, hit me up with a comment, something like that. Let's see here. YouTube, hopefully subscribe there. Helps out a lot if you do. Uh, thumbs up, once again. Leave a cool, positive comment, something like that. Uh, reviews are great on whatever listening app you're, you know, you're tuning in with. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.